This is a show about being spooked for fun, and the hosts are not affiliated with the attractions discussed in any way, except for those skeletons in Devin's closet. Some topics might go from ghoulish to ghastly, so viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to The Great American Scream. And I'm a horror writer who's always late to work, Edgar Allan Slow. That was your intro <laughs> bit. That's my whole intro bit. That's my whole thing. I'm Devin Wright. And uh, welcome to the Great American Scream uh, podcast about all those uh, haunted attractions that Americans love so much. We do. Um, and if you listen to our last episode about Halloween Horror Nights, I have a fun little update about that. I just came back from the, not the most magical place on earth, but the most universally place on earth, Universal Studios, Florida. And um, Devin has just pulled off his sweatshirt to reveal that we are wearing the same t-shirt. We're wearing the same t-shirt. If oh. there's any more on-brand podcast. <laughs> anyway, so some uh, we got some news like two days ago about Halloween, the uh, Halloween Horror Nights 2019. Hot off the press. Hot off the presses. Our first exclusive they announced, the American, Great American Scream Machine. They announced that we are the first ones. We're not. They announced their first house of the year. Devin, what do you think their first house is? I think that their first house is a haunted house based purely on how scary the crayon on the side of Wendy's bags is. The crayon? Yeah, they've got a, a crayon is a human who like talks to people about uh, coloring on the side of Wendy's bags. Like a you know crayon? That? Yeah, like a, cra- a crayon. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't. This is a different podcast. So it's not, that, about that this. Is not the Haunted House. No, it's okay. not the Haunted House. It's um, Stranger Things 2. They are basing their uh, headliner house They're on the second season of Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Stra- even, even Stranger Things. Stranger Things, Strange Things, Too Fast, Too Strange. Too Fast, Too Strange. Too it's, Strange, Too Things. It's Strange 7. Stranger, like, what? what is somebody who is more not known to you than a stranger. Uh, passerby things. Yes. This is a dumb joke. What are, what are we doing? <laughs> um, so for this, uh, we're going to leave Universal Studios, the universaliest place on earth. Close um, your eyes. Imagine yourself in the Islands of Adventure, in, the, in a haunted house with Jack the Clown. F- that. We're leaving it. Yeah, the line we're for Forbidden go, Journey is like 90 minutes. Down the road. You're going off the, you're going down the other side of the highway to the most magical place on earth, the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida. Ugh. My former place of employment and perhaps My, my former place of uh, happiness, enjoyment, and love. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Um, and we're going to talk about my favorite ride in the entire universe. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Railroad. <laughs> Actually, we're going to talk about Big Thunder Mountain Railroad a little bit later because oh it does God. tie in. Oh but we're talking about the Haunted Mansion. My sweet, sweet girlfriend, the Haunted Mansion. Don't look now. But if you look at the walls of the podcast... Are they stretching? I don't remember the actual. <laughs> I mean, kind of. That was my original intro bit. Was I was, was going to talk about the podcast walls. Yeah, I was going to intro it with "Welcome, foolish mortals," but I think that's copyrighted. The the phrase. Yeah, "Welcome, foolish mortals," because that's what starts the haunted mansion. You get on, and he goes, "Welcome, foolish mortals," and I think it's copyrighted. What would happen if we 
a, a podcast who <laughs> make no money make no money at all were to infringe on disney's copyright on walt's very good copyright um, that he worked very hard on. walter exactly Oof. and anyway a little disclaimer for this episode if you are a person who still enjoys the magic and mystery of the disney parks this may have some disney magic spoilers for you and i say that and devin's laughing at me but i say that because there are some people who prefer not to know and these people are are not children these are no adults. exactly and there are some adults who yeah. prefer not to know how the characters work Ooh. and not to know how they because like, they have already tuned out i can say is a little silly. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing that you can't find on the internet. I promise I'm not revealing any company secrets. You're not breaking any NDAs. I'm not breaking any NDAs that I didn't sign. Which it's are all non stuff. which are non disclosure. Oh, that was good. That you. was that was better than a growl and slow. Thank you. Thank you. So yes, I used to work at uh, Walt Disney World. I did not work at the Haunted Mansion, but I would have loved to. And so I'm very excited to talk about it. And this episode is going to have some really choice ghost puns because they're all just Ooh. sprinkled in the Haunted Mansion. Oh, so a, I'm a big fan of fan of puns. Yes. Phantom Stop puns. that. Okay. No, they'll get better as the <laughs> podcast goes on. So uh, the Haunted Mansion, you can find it almost every single Disney park. Each version is slightly different, except Disneyland and Disney World are almost identical, but they have their differences. Yeah, so this is something I didn't know. So not to jump ahead a little mm -hmm. bit, but the one in Disney World yes. is the one that I've been on. I've never been to Disneyland. Never been to Disneyland in California. Disneyland has a... A, it has a New Orleans section. Yes. Very weird. And so that this, the Haunted Mansion is based in like a, like a chateau. Like yeah, a it's pretty much the same ride on the inside in both parks. Right. But it depends on the theming of the land because in Disneyland, it is located in New Orleans Square. So it's sort of a bayou plantation kind of mansion. While um, in Disney World, it is in the Liberty Square, yes. which is supposed to be like uh, Colonial America. So it's a Victorian right. sort of... Brick Mansion in that way. Yes. However, they're in all, I said almost every Disney park. Um, the Haunted Mansion rides do not appear in the Chinese parks, Disneyland, uh, Hong Kong, Hong Kong Disneyland, and uh, Shanghai Disneyland because of the uh, cultural superstition there that ghosts and spirits are a very real part of their culture and should be treated with reverence. Right. So to have a bunch of, a ride with like a bunch of silly ghosts partying in a mansion would be seen as culturally insensitive. Right. And so instead they have Mystic Manor, which is great. Yes, they I have uh, in Hong Kong they have Mystic Manor, which is arguably one of the best rides Disney's ever done. But this is a different podcast. Yes. So each but every ride is the same concept. It is a haunted house with nine hundred and ninety nine happy haunts but room for one thousand. You could be the thousand I could be me. It that's be earnestly you. that's like that's what I want deep in my heart. Is to be um, the, to south, the thousands the ghost. But then the ride has to close. Here. Yeah. <laughs> then, like, it's done. It's over. Um, and so the Haunted Mansion is an Omnimover Dark Ride. And those are some uh, fancy words. Yeah, I don't like that at all. It's a thing that you sit on and it moves. Yes, an Omnimover Ride means any ride that continuously moves. So it doesn't stop for you to board it. Yes. It just keeps going. Right. Nowadays, like, like it the used Hershey's to... Chocolate World Great American Chocolate Exactly. Tour, which is like... the greatest Omnimover ride ever. Exactly. Yes. Um, also, in Disney, like um, the Peter Pan ride, it keeps moving. And Buzz Lightyear ride. Buzz Lightyear. It used to, nowadays, it stops a lot more often to load, like, easy, uh, people on ECVs and wheelchairs yes. and stuff like that. But Buzz Lightyear, different podcast, but Buzz Lightyear in one of the parks is changing to an Avengers thing. Is it? 
Yeah. I think I, I heard think about that Hong as Kong. well. I think it's Hong Kong. I think it's Hong Kong. Yes, I, I would I, agree with I that. I watched the Defunct Land about Hong Kong Disneyland. And <laughs> this is a plug thing. for Defunct Land. It's not a paid promotion. We just both really enjoy it. Yeah, and also I want to date Kevin Perkins because <laughs> he looks exactly like Brad Pitt. Wow. Oh, he, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so and then a dark ride um, is not a ride that is scary. That's not what it means. It doesn't mean a ride that is actually. It well, is. I mean, it means a ride that is physically dark it and the sets dark. are lit in yes. certain ways so that you can see something things and don't. That's why in a lot of like theme park rides that are dark rides, the it'll be like a black background with very bright sort of neon colored sets because that's the that's the easiest way to make people see what you want to see and not see what you don't. Which is something iconic for something like Haunted Mansion. Yes. Where you think of that like neon green, mm -hmm. that like ectoplasm green that's yes, everywhere. Exactly. The idea for the Haunted Mansion was uh, created by Walt Disney's first sort of round of Imagineers. And if you don't know what Imagineers are, they are the uh, engineers and designers that come up with the concept ideas for rides and attractions and shows and lands and restaurants and everything that you can find in Disney Park. Yes. They first created the idea as sort of this rundown mansion, sort of what you see in like like a ride playland Luigi's sort mansion. of Luigi's Mansion yes. style of mansion. But Walt didn't want something that looked run down in his park. Yeah. He like if you know anything about Walt Disney, he's a very like clean person. There's trash cans everywhere. He wanted to make sure everything looked really spiffy. So they came up with the idea of something that's kind of like the Winchester Mystery House. So instead of being a Hana mansion, it was sort of like this museum of oddities. There would be like reversible mirrors and like, hey, come look at all this weird stuff that I have. Um, which is never Which is more so Walt Disney's Thing. Yes, exactly. Yes. That was much more of Walt's thing. So this New Orleans kind of bayou was developed to match the New Orleans square area of the park. And the uh, Disneyland opened in 1955, but the Haunted Mansion itself was not announced until 1961, even though the concept came before the park even opened. It was announced for 1963 open, but it didn't actually open until 1969, mostly because Walt was working at a time a lot at the New York's World's Fair, which is where he premiered stuff like It's a Small World and Carousel of Progress. And then he, uh, died in 1966 and the ride kind of got a redesign. They abandoned the Winchester Mystery House concept for more of what we know today. And more of what he didn't want, but was ultimately probably a better ride. Yeah, um, exactly. Because like, I think now in a modern context, we wouldn't be as interested in like a cabinet of curiosity right, style kind of attraction. Right, yeah. Oh, that's kind of what Mystic Manor is. So it does it very well. Right. So the two of the leading Imagineers on the project, Mark Davis and Claude Coates, they kind of had this disagreement over whether the mansion, uh, like what the theme of the mansion should be. While uh, Claude Coates wanted it to be actually frightening and a scary ride, Mark Davis says, oh, this is a family park. We should have it be now, more of a I do respect, I, I really respect the go-getiveness of somebody who goes, you know what, you know what I want to do? when all these kids and families are at my park, I want to scare the out of them. Yeah. I respect that. I'm I'm team Claude Coates. Coats. Team Coates. Team Coates. Hashtag team Coates. <laughs> Pick it's your side. Now. So they, they kind of met in the middle and decided to make it both. Instead of it being a haunted, scary ride or sort of a fun one, it was kind of like a spooky party. So the ghosts weren't there to scare you. This is what I used to tell kids who were afraid of the Haunted Mansion. And I would, they would talk to me because i tell them, oh, it's my favorite ride. And they'd be like, oh, yeah. it's too scary. Yes. I'd say, hey, there's a bunch of ghosts in that mansion. They don't want to scare you. They just want to party with you. Which, to be clear, is the way I feel about ghosts. Exactly. Ghosts are not scary. They're here to do their stuff. And sometimes they're here to party. Yeah. There is a ghost in one of NYU's freshman halls, mm -hmm. uh, Brittany Hall. There's a, there's a ghost in the elevator. And her name is Molly. 
and everybody's so afraid of Molly, but I love her. She's yeah. super chill. Sometimes she flicks the lights at you, but like, who cares? Maybe Molly should be the thousand. The thousand's good. Like, that yeah. would be a nice honor for yes. Molly. Yeah, like, the literal plot of the Haunted Mansion is that you're going into this mansion and like, hey, we're having this ghost party. Come check it <laughs> Do out. Do you want to come? Do you want to come to this ghost party? Do you want to come to this ghost party? There's one catch. You also must be. You there. also. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> so, uh, they... A little bit of cool factoids about the ride. They got Paul Fries to voice the narrator, who is the ghost host. The ghost host with the most. The ghost host with the most. Not to be confused with Beetlejuice. Or... Who is uh, also a ghost with the most, but not a host. Yes. Or not to be confused with... What is his name? Uh, uh, Something ghost, coast to coast. Who? Who's a host. And he's he's white with black. He's got a... He's like a... He looks like a superhero. Here. Pause the podcast. Pause the podcast. Space ghost. Space ghost? Oh, like the superhero. Space ghost. Space ghost. Oh, I got it. I didn't know he had, like, a catchphrase. Space ghost, coast to coast. Yeah, I know that is. He was on... um, That's his name. Yeah, he his was... His full name is Space Ghost Coast. Oh, that's his name? Okay, resume the podcast. Okay, anyway. So, uh, Paul Fries, he's the he the narrator of the ride is the ghost host. Um, so, Paul Fries did, like, a crazy amount of voice acting in the 40s and 50s. He was the voice of Ludwig von Drake, um, who's, like, Donald Duck's, like, scientist uncle. Yes. He was also the voice of Burgermeister Meisterburger. Devin, where's that from? That's from those old... The old animated uh, Christmas. Things. Yeah, it's for yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, he was also Boris on Rocky and Bullwinkle. And they got Buddy Baker, who scored The Fox and the Hound and The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and is responsible for the Winnie the Pooh song. I'm, and he wrote the song, which I know. It goes, spooky, scary skeletons. That's not it? I don't think okay. so. It's, he wrote the theme song, which is Grim Grinning Ghosts. Got it. So the ride opened at Disneyland on August 12, 1969, and the Magic Kingdom on October 1st, 1971, which is when the park opened. Okay. So here's what kind of goes down when you go inside the Haunted Mansion. It goes through, this goes through pretty much Disneyland and Disney World with some minor differences. Tokyo is pretty much also almost identical. So you either enter this antebellum in Disneyland or this Victorian Disney World mansion and you enter up the queue. Um, so fun fact about the Haunted Mansion queue, it is the only Disney attraction um, to display a wait time that is not a multiple of five. If you ever see Haunted Mansion as a 13 minute wait, that means it's a walk on. That's Okay, this was this is blowing my mind. I read this in the notes and I had to like make myself forget it. Okay. Because I'm obsessed with uh, theme parks obviously mm-hmm. and queue times and queue design and yeah. Disney is like the king of queue design. Oh, you're going to love. And like and that's just it's so smart to be yeah. like 13 minutes for no wait it but means also it's like wait. lucky number 13 like yeah, lucky exactly. number 13 it's all on the theming that's yeah. so goddamn cool nowadays it's very rare to see it up just because magic kingdom is busy well, yeah. for so yeah. often but sometimes you get a nice little catch and the haunted mansion is a very popular ride yes. um so the facade of the haunted mansion is just as a personal opinion just this fantastic job of hiding an absolutely massive show building if you look at like the google images and you look down at disney the size of the ride is crazy and you do not see any it's of really it. like the opposite of something like the uh, the disappointment over the Beauty and the Beast castle. Exactly, or, as when you get closer to it, yeah, it gets the fourth like perspective a gets worse. Limo. Yeah, <laughs> like where like there's how dare you bring up Superstar Limo on this podcast? <laughs> but that 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 is a quintessential like ride facade. Yes, it's, it's also like I find the Harry Potter the Hogwarts facade is also to be, good. See, I find it to be disappointing. I think the Force perspective you lose it as you go up. There. Yeah, I think it only gets bad when and, you walk and you're about to enter and you look up right. and you see the bridge and you're like a person could be up there. Yeah. But the Haunted Mansion does a very good it's job like of it because it's like on a hill. Yes. So it's still even when you get super close to it, the door is still far enough away so that it looks like you can walk through it. Yes. Um, it's a great, uh, great, great, great example of how good Disney is at. Force 
Force perspective. Um, so the queue has you going through a, a cemetery. You pass a hearse. Um, there are tombs with some very fun names on it. I'm going to read Brilliant. some of my favorite headstones Brilliant. to you. My dad thinks these are the funniest things ever. I also think he's the funniest thing ever. Um, rest in peace, Brother Hewitt. We all know you didn't do it. That was dark. Convicted murder. Yeah. yeah. Um, Master Gracie laid to rest. No mourning, please, at his request. Farewell. Very good. That's that's what my head. Yeah, like I feel said. like that's mine too. Yes. Um, I'm gonna save this this second this third one for last. It's my favorite one. Um, dear departed brother Dave, he chased a bear into a cave. Very brave. <laughs> and my favorite one. Um, here lies good old Fred. A great big rock fell on his head. That's yeah. 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 Um, and so what's really interesting what you said about queues, because the Haunted Mansion was the first Disney World attraction to introduce an interactive queue, which is genius. So the, the interactive book case, the bookcase is in uh, uh, credible. So some of the highlights of the interactive queue is you're kind of walking through this mausoleum kind of area. Um, there are these busts of a family that murdered each other. Um, there's uh, like a. a a tomb for a like a salty old sea captain that like sprays water at you when yes. you touch the portholes. Um, there's a tombstone of like a musician that has instruments carved into it, and when you touch the instruments, it plays them. So good. Um, and uh, the one Devin mentioned when you go around the corner, when you get towards the end of it, there is a bookcase that the books pop out and they have some symbols on them. That is actually a code that yes. corresponds to the alphabet that has a message for you. I think it is very difficult to figure out. I would be shocked if anybody has. I thought that it was something that I had to do to complete this challenge that Haunted Mansion had had shown me. So I never saw any symbols on the books. I just saw big stone books that to all popped push. out, and I thought I had to touch all of them. <laughs> That's basically, like, most people do it, like, perfect yeah. perfection style, where they yes. all pop out, and they just try and yeah, push like, them all back in, yes. which, which is not what you're supposed to do. You're yeah, supposed to it, follow the code. But it's actually what you're supposed to do, and I'm the best at it. And I'm not talking about, like, when I was a kid. I'm talking about, like, last year when I was When you went, you were the best at it. I was the best at it. So once you finish up the queue, you enter a foyer, a foyer, a foyer yes. uh, with a transforming portrait of the master of the house, Master Grace. Who is not the ghost host? Haunted right. Mansion stands like myself get because, very upset about because this. Because if it was Master Gracie, that'd be pretty uh, spacey. And that's a bit too close to Space Ghost Coast to Coast, and we don't want to go there. Yeah, exactly. So he it's a tra- it's a portrait of like a strapping young man that as you stare at it turns into a decrepit old skeleton, which is like also basically what my transformation yes. throughout the day is. A big mood. <laughs> yeah. A big mood for sure. So then you enter the stretching room, which is one of the most iconic scenes of yes. the ride. Which, fun fact, is not actually an elevator. That's what everybody thinks when they get on. They're like, oh, we're going down. It's an elevator. We're going underground. You're not going anywhere. The ceiling is raising to give the illusion of the room stretching. And if you look, if you like focus at certain points of the room, you can tell. But so the stretching room, they have four portraits of four ghosts of the house in there, as the ghost host says, corruptible mortal states. And as the room stretches, it reveals more and more about each picture. For example, there's a girl with a parasol who, as the room goes up, you see she's standing on a tightrope. Then you see over an alligator. Yes. And that's also a little fun uh, thing for like the humor in the ride. Yes. Where you see like, oh, this is not going to be that scary. There's like a man in his underwear standing over a barrel of dynamite. This is very funny. Yes. So, but the stretching room also contains a weirdly dark joke that I didn't get as a kid, but now get it as an adult. So basically what happens is uh, the ghost, after the stretching room thing starts, the ghost host is like flying around saying things. And he uh, says that you'll notice that the chamber has no windows or no doors, doors, which offers you this chilling challenge to find your way out. And he laughs maniacally. And then he goes, of course, there's always my way. 
and then all the lights go out and the ceiling becomes transparent. When you look up, there is a man, a dead body hanging on a noose from the ceiling. Yes. As in he found a way out. Right. And then all the lights go out and you hear a lady scream and then a crash that I figured out the the noose thing. Like he found a yes. way out. Got it. Got it. I, but, but also very dark. Also very dark. Yes. yes. Also very dark. I cannot figure out what this bone rattling noise is supposed to be. Like, is it, did someone toss grandma out the window? Like, is it bones? Like, I don't get it. Bones. Because he goes, it, ah. And, it goes, and then yeah, there's a clatter, but like. Yeah. I think someone tossed grandma out the window. That's what it sounds like. Someone tossed grandma out the, <laughs> the window. window. <laughs> but, uh, or it could be him being cut from the noose and fall. Like, the right. scream Eddie, was upon finding he, him and then him getting yes, cut Yes, and from then the he gets noose. cut down and, and the, the chair he stood on clatters to pieces. Or just his, from bo- his bones. And it was very, yeah. <laughs> his bones clattering on the floor. Yeah, but he's um, a human man. Bones don't make that sound. He's a corpse up there, though. Yeah, but he's not a skeleton. But he's, like, decaying. I don't like... Let's move on. Okay. (laughs) So, also, a shout-out to all the cast members that work on the Haunted Mansion. They're all brilliant, and they have a lot of fun jokes in the stretching room asking you to drag your bodies away from the wall and move to the dead center of the room. And then also, if you're on the queue, they ask if to to fill in all the available space. If the person in front of you is not moving, they are probably dead. Please move around them. Very good. So then you get let out of the stretching room after that, uh, and you board your doom buggy. That's brilliant. It's it's so brilliant, and it's so odd because it's a play on like a dune a buggy, doom buggy. There's which no is like sand. a thing with sand. Yeah. <laughs> so you begin traversing through the mansion with some really, really cool, brilliant effects that really still hold up to this day. Um, you first enter the library where um, there are portraits of famous ghost writers that follow you as you now, pass them. I want to them. make sure. Ghost writers. Yes. Writers. Not the, like the Tom Cruise really movie where his head is on fire. That's It's Nicolas Cage. Oh, sorry. I love so much that you said Tom Cruise. <laughs> sorry. I, I think um, Nicolas Cage and Tom Cruise are the same person. They are, yeah. Okay. Um, so they, are, uh, they follow you as your doom buggy passes, but they're not animatronic. So as you look, as you're leaving the room, you can see that they're already following the next person. Right. How do they do that? Um, so what it is, it's a black sort of exterior, and instead of it being a three-dimensional head in there, it's actually carved in in a concave. So that way, it's sort of like the outline of the head and then the concave carving. So as you it pass gives it, perspective it gives a perspective of, yes. of it turning. It's, it's really, really cool. Yes. Yeah. Then you enter a room that has an endless staircase um, and some really cool blinking wallpaper because the wallpaper is like a Victorian sort of what's that called? Right, it's you know a, the swirly, swirly, uh, like flirtily, like a flirtily, but, but yeah, their yeah, eyes, yeah. Yes. Um, and they blink at you in the dark, which is really cool. Then you enter one of my favorite rooms of the mansion, the seance room, featuring Madame Leota, who is a disembodied fortune teller yes. whose head is floating in a ball. Um, which is also a good scene in the movie. Which is also an excellent <laughs> scene played by the incomparable Jennifer Tilly. God. But we'll talk about the movie later. I love the movie. <laughs> but so one of my favorite things about the stretching room, or the stretching room, the seance room, is that um, she has these incantations to conjure up spirits and to like give us a hint by ringing the bell and you'll hear a bell ringing. But there's one where she says, like, it's time to respond, send us a message from somewhere beyond. And the sound effect in the room, instead of it being a played sound effect, like uh, ringing a bell, it's a practical sound effect of, like, wood hitting something. And it's very unsettling because previously you were listening to a track in your car and all of a sudden you hear a real noise. Real thing. It's very good and very unsettling. Also, fun fact about Madame Leota, um, she exists because she was modeled and named after Disney Imagineer who's actual... Who? 
Ray Liotta? Ray Liotta? Pause the podcast. <laughs> Ray Liotta. Hey, Google. Ray Liotta. That guy. Oh, that guy. Um, not him. <laughs> okay. But uh, he, she's named and modeled after actual Disney Imagineer Leota Tombs, which is such a good name. It's a very good name. Yeah, and that's why she exists. So um, then you enter arguably the most famous scene of the ride, which is the ballroom scene, which uses this effect called Pepper's Ghost, which you might have heard of before. Um, they're not holograms. Right. That is a very common misconception. The technology wasn't there in the 70s. Right. And you can, when you look at them, you can tell that they're kind of traveling. Yeah, they're like, they track. look so yeah. real. So the way Pepper's Ghost works is that when you're, when you enter the ballroom, you are on like the mezzanine in the ballroom looking down onto it. So when you're looking down to it, you're actually looking through a 30 foot tall pane uh, of glass into an empty ballroom. And then under you on the mezzanine and above the mezzanine, there are the animatronics of the ghosts, fully dressed, fully painted, fully colored, fully operational animatronics. So when you shine a light under the mezzanine, it reflects through the glass into the ballroom and projects the image of the animatronics moving, which is why they look so real. And like the ballroom dancers. Yeah, exactly. The ballroom dancers are able to dance to the tables. That's why the people at the table reappear and then disappear. So if you, as a backstage tour, you can take up the Haunted Mansion while you're at Walt Disney World. Anyone can take it if you pay for it, which sounds dark. But um, if you go and you look under the mezzanine, it's an exact replica almost of the ballroom that you're looking into. That's so cool. So the, this effect is also used in Tower of Terror over at Hollywood Studios when you see the ghost and you're about to drop in the elevator. And also over at Platform 9 and 3 quarters back in uh, Diagon London Alley. at King's Cross, yes. Yeah. So then you enter the attic, which contains a very iconic character of the ride, um, she started off, she's a basically a ghost bride, yes. the trope of that. She started off as what was called the beating heart bride. She was like a, a very spectral blue and white bride with a veil over her face and a candle and a red beating heart. Um, but then the ride was updated in like 2006, I mm-hmm. think. Um, and she got updated into a new character called Constance Hatchaway, who right. as you enter through the ride, you enter through the attic, you... It reveals her story that she's marrying these men and chopping off their heads for their money. Incredible. Which is good. Which we, yeah, we stand. There is also... Constance Bin Hatchaway. Constance Bin Hatchaway. There is also uh, a chair from the Haunted Mansion movie in this attic. Spooky. Like, like from, <laughs> it's, it's in part. the dining room scene. Anyway. The, the, the spook factor there is box office failure. Yeah. Then you enter the graveyard, which actually contains the only living char- uh, characters of the entire ride, which is the well, caretaker. Adam, Adam, they're not living. <laughs> the the caretaker of the grounds, who is a real man for some reason. I don't know who's paying him or if he's getting paid, um, but he's like the grounds caretaker and his weirdly thin dog. Um, I really don't know what's going on with them, but they're there. There's also, uh, you pass all sorts of different ghosts, opera singers, there's ghosts on a seesaw, there's ghosts dancing, there's um, these singing busts who sing the ride's theme song, Grim Grand Ghost. And um, there's one of them that has like a pencil thin mustache and like a slick back hair that everyone's like, oh, that's Walt Disney. And it looks just like him, but it's not. It's actually modeled off a different Imagineer. Um, there also used to be jump scares in this portion of the ride. Um, there were these little tiny ghosts that would pop out from I behind tombstones and scream at you. Yes, yes. Very scary. They When they updated the ride, they cut the screaming. So they still pop the powers, up at you, yes. but they don't scream at you anymore. Yes. Then you see the final scene of the ride, which is the uh, ghost host warns you to beware of hitchhiking ghosts. And you see that there's these three ghosts who are named Ezra, Phineas, and Gus, um, who will follow you home, essentially, to Ez- the living world. Ezra, my boyfriend, yeah. Phineas from the Phineas hit Disney Ferb. show, and Gus, our classmate. Classmate, exactly. Yeah. And uh, you pass in front of these mirrors that reveal that the uh, 
the hitchhiking ghost is already in your car and he Ooh. does little fun things Spooky. with you. He like takes projections like of your face your and switches them. He committing like, murder. Yeah, he yeah. like shines a light through your Demonic face. He, yeah. yeah. And then you exit and you pass a pet cemetery on your way out, which contains a fun it's little on a somber note. Yeah. Uh, which contains a fun little Easter egg uh, on your way out, which is a, a tombstone for Mr. Toad, who used to have a ride in Walt Disney World Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Which again like kind of which was also dark yes dark yeah um uh but is now replaced by winnie the pooh so he is there also oddly dark the storyline of the winnie the pooh ride also murder actually wow (laughs) the Um, the thousand what is it thousand a thousand the ten thousand volt ghost from no no ten thousand acre the hundred acre woods hundred acre you were way overestimating the size of these woods (laughs) hundred acre woods mysteries So that's the ride in Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Now, they do have a version of this in Disneyland Paris. And the version of Disneyland Paris is absolutely incredible. Same concept, way scarier. Yes. Um, it's inspired by, like, the European Gothic stories, kind of like uh, Miss Havisham and Great Expectations, like The Eternal Bride, mm-hmm. or, like, The Phantom of the Opera is, like, their main two uh, influences. Um, and the story is adapted for a Western setting to match. So that's so interesting. So you have all these different haunted mansions, but in each iteration, it's placed in a different part of the park, which informs a lot about it. It's to to integrate the story because the Frontierland area of Disneyland Paris is pretty much themed entirely around Big Thunder Mountain. Yes. Um, The area, it's known as Thunder Mesa. And the story of the ride is that Henry Ravenswood, this rich guy he struck gold in big thunder mountain in the 18th century yes um and so he he gets rich and he builds this big house in thunder mesa for his daughter uh and his family um so his daughter melanie wants to marry this train engineer named jake weirdly non-period name for the rest of the story yeah um (laughs) jake I mean, Melanie, but go on. I feel like Melanie's a little more than Jake, but yeah. I digress. Um, so Henry says no, and then he and uh, he, Henry and his wife die in an earthquake. Yes, as a punishment, God says, you haven't allowed love into your heart. Here's an earthquake. Exactly. Yes. Um, so, on, so Jake and Melanie are set to get married, but on their wedding day, a phantom, not confirmed, but some believe to be the ghost of Henry, hangs Jake oh by God. the rafters of the house. And then Mel- Melanie doesn't see, but she waits the rest of her life and her afterlife for Jake to come so they can marry. Too and the house scary. is cursed. Oh my god. So instead of, so it's basically you see similar scenes to the Haunted Mansion. You see the ballroom scene where the wedding was supposed to be. You see the graveyard. Except you see the, the specter of, of haunting death is hanging over you the whole time. Yes, and instead of them being like fun, blue, cartoonish ghosts, they are decaying corpses. That's incredible. It is very scary and it's very good. And I it's see very you have dramatic. here. I see you have here. The note is just Europeans are dramatic. Yeah, it's a lot more dramatic than ours is. You know, like they can handle. We it. as Americans, we want to get on the ride. We want to enjoy the story for the five minutes, then get off, and we're done. We're gonna yes. go to Turkey leg and watch the parade. Yes, Europeans, they're gonna like. They brood want to on it for a little up. bit. Yeah, they want to stay yeah. up that night. Yeah, exactly. So Haunted Mansion does get some cool overlays during. Um, They have to stay up late to eat dinner at 9.30 p.m. or 10 p.m. (laughs) So they need to be scared enough to not want to sleep. They need to have something to talk about over dinner. Yeah. Um, So it gets some fun overlays in uh, Walt Disney World for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. um, The cast members get, like, cool costume overlays. They get their faces painted like ghosts, and they get covered in cobwebs. And they basically overcast the ride just so they can have people that are just standing in the middle of the queue. That's very it's good. very good. That's very um, good. They have fog machines in the queue and new lights, and they also have this ghostly storyteller woman who she sits on the front lawn of the mansion while people are waiting, and she tells ghost stories. She is 
absolutely hilarious. That's very good. My favorite joke that she ever, ever told somebody was there was a kid dressed as Chewbacca on the queue and she goes, um, his brother made my shoes. And we went, she went, she went, Jimmy Chewbacca. (laughs) Very good. Um, Oh, very good. uh, And so in Disneyland for Christmas time, the Haunted Mansion gets what I think is the greatest ride overlay of all time, which is Haunted Mansion Holiday, which is from Halloween time to Christmas time, the entire ride, all about like the story of the Nightmare Before Christmas, all the characters, new animatronics, new decorations. Absolutely. It is absolutely stunning. Everyone at Walt Disney World is so jealous we don't get it. But yeah. the reason is because like the, 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 the clientele of Disneyland is mostly locals. So they come back more than once. So they're not going to be worried that like, oh, it's different. I didn't get to see the classic Haunted right. Mansion. People at Disney World, they might only do once in their lifetimes. So they so don't want to come and have something different. Exactly. Yeah. So there are some fun rumors about the Haunted Mansion. This is the first time I'm reading these. And don't look at them. I would like to propose a little game where I'm going to read you this rumor about the Haunted Mansion. And I want you to uh, extrapolate if they're true or not. Feel free to okay. talk through it as you go. Okay. Alrighty. Um, so the first rumor is that the true hidden story of the Haunted Mansion is that you die. That basically what happens is you enter the house and you're spooked by all these things. And when you see all the ghosts, because you don't actually see any ghosts until you get to the ballroom scene, unless you count Madame Leota. So when you see all the ghosts in the ballroom scene, you get spooked and run up to the attic where you meet the bride and she pushes you out the window. People, and the reason is because when you exit the attic, your doom buggy turns backwards and leans back and you go down a hill. So she's pushed you at the window and then you join all your new ghost friends in the graveyard. And that is the true, actual story of the Haunted Mansion. I like that a lot. Mostly because it sounds like a creepy pasta. Mm-hmm. I like that very much. I also would like to propose that Madame Leota in some way murders you. I'm very much about this whole theory, and I want it to be a slow, agonizing. I think she like death. foretells your yeah, murder. Yeah, she's like probably. you're gonna die, and then I and this is Anne Hatchaway, whatever her name is, Constance Hatchaway. Yeah. yeah, she's the one who pushes me out. Yeah, she pushes so, you out the window. I'm on board just because I I like her. Okay. I like like you're story. on board like you like this theory or you think it's this is true. I By true I mean like this is what the imagineers intended. I would I'd be willing to bet that I don't think they intended it. Uh-huh. But I think it's the kind of thing that if somebody brought it up to the guy who's probably dead now, he would be like to Walt. <laughs> no. <laughs> Walt or Walt died. Yeah. Like, he would be like, oh, I never saw it that way. Maybe. It was spooky. Like, I, I, it feels like one of those. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. Give me it another is, one. It is unconf... Like, it's been said by a, a lot of the Imagineers that that's not the case, but it's yeah. a very popular fan theory. Right. So the next one is that... So when you're on the Haunted Mansion queue, um, one of the first thing you see is a hearse is being pulled by an invisible horse. It's really cool. They, like, sculpted all these reins for the horse so you can see the outline yeah. of the horse. But so the hearse that is in the queue actually is the hearse that carried the body of Brigham Young, like the Mormon leader, to his yes. funeral. Okay. Walt bought it at an auction, like a, his- a historical society auction, and... It is. It now resides in the haunted mansion. This is a thing you're telling me. That's a theory. I'm telling you that this that this is true is true, or it's not true, or it's a complete rumor. Is it true, or is it a rumor? I want to believe with all my heart that it is true. I want to believe that Walt went to this auction. He this did thing. used to do that. The no, original, no, no. the original pirates in Disneyland had real skulls in it. Incredible. Walt Disney went to this auction, bought this hearse. Mm-hmm. 
or bought this casket, whatever, and thought... He bought it's the hearse, it's the carriage. He yeah. brought it home, and his wife, Millicent Lillian. Disney... Uh, Lillian Disney. <laughs> ...said, Walt, you've gone too far. <laughs> we cannot have this hearse in our on our property. You think he bought it and as Walt, just for recreational use? Just for use. fun. And then he Because he like, has money. Then he was like, well, sh- what am I going to do with this hearse? And so he showed up to work the next day with the hearse and he went, all right, guys. Build a ride around this. Lillian says no. <laughs> so something's got to happen with this hearse. Yeah. So I'm thinking House of Oddities. And he also like definitely had other creepy things that he offered to donate to this House of Oddities. Yeah. Thing. I would this is a real that. theory. A, a plus. You think Kevin. this is true? Yes. Like this is a Absolutely. complete rumor. It's not real. <laughs> Every Avesh theory has been like, that's the craziest yeah. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Nobody really knows how it started. Um, I guess there might be pictures of Brigham Young's hearse, and it looks similar. I think it is a real hearse, but it's not Brigham Young's. Uh, it is, though. It is Brigham Young's hearse. So the next um, theory is that the cast members of the Hana Mansion get in their are training. Dead. Oh. Are dead. <laughs> they get in their training how to clean up the... Had trained to use special vacuums to clean up human remains because the Haunted Mansion is the most popular ride for people to attempt to spread ashes on. It's up there. There's a couple of other ones. Like, people try and spread it in, like, the Lake of uh, Cinderella Castle and stuff. Absolutely. I'm so with you. Adam was looking at me funny because I had my hand over my mouth and I was starting to laugh. Yeah. I'm so with you that weird, weird people would want to spread ashes on Disney rides. And I bet it's happened. Mm-hmm. But the idea that they would have special vacuums that somehow vacuuming it up with just a good old Dyson versus this this famous, this fancy Disney spectral vacuum, a la the... It's like the ghost vacuum from Ghostbusters. Yeah, the ghost vacuum, the Poltergust 3000 from Luigi's Oh, Luigi's thank Mansion, you. Or like the thermos from Danny Phantom. Did you just say Nanny Phantom? No, Danny Phantom. No, you Phantom. said Nanny Phantom. Nanny Phantom. That's that's a bridge too far for me. I'm going to say rumor. Okay, this is 100% true. Oh my god! They have specially designed vacuums that are meant for cleaning up human remains because it is a biohazard and they can't clean it up. Oh the, my the, god! The actual cast members that work like the day shift there, I don't think have to do it, but they are also trained to be looking on monitors so they can see if people so are attempting to spread. see if somebody pulls out an urn. An urn or a bag or, a or something. Can. It's definitely, it's happened. Oh my god. And there was like one big incident on the ride in Disney World. I think it's happened uh, a bit, but like usually security will catch them at the gate with it, but it has with gotten an urn, With an urn that or, says love gammy, I would or, hope so. Or a bag of ashes or something. Oh my god. Um, but it is 100% true. Oh, um, people, I think, people. have also spread attempted to spread ashes on pirates and maybe a couple of other attractions. All right. I need to... Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. This is this is quiet time with Devin. I'm very close to the mic. I want to... This is just a PSA from the Great American Scream to you, the listeners. Don't spread people's ashes on theme park rides. It's f***ed up. And also, apparently, it's a biohazard. Apparently, it's a biohazard. Of course, it's a biohazard. It, they're just ash. It's human remains. It's what do you mean? But apparently, it's a biohazard. Like, all ashes are bio. Like, no, some okay, ashes anyway. come from the plants. <laughs> anyway, um, so the question, the real question is if we cannot spread ashes on Haunted Mansion, how Where can we am spread I? Them? No, how am I going to get my ghost ass on the Haunted Mansion after I die? You have to get killed on I have to die mansion. there. Okay. Yes. And as an extension of this, oh, the God. rumor that the Haunted Mansion is actually haunted oh. because 
of um, numerous the cast members' of, deaths on the ride. Oh, I thought it was going to be because of a bunch of people spread ashes of their loved yes, ones. Yes, that and, and a, cast member deaths on the ride. There's a big Franken ghost there. Have people died on the ride? Uh, that's for you to decide. I mean, it's not. It's for the coroner to decide. <laughs> I know that Disney pulls some wild stuff and makes sure that people don't die on their property and just, like, bust them out to make sure that somebody dies not on Disney's watch, not on Good Waltz land. They move them out. So I'm going to say that Haunted Mansion, definitely haunted. Duh, it's in the name. That's true. <laughs> but no crew members have passed away on Haunted Mansion. Uh, actually, everything you just said was false. God damn it. Um, including the part about people not being declared dead on Disney property. That is a complete rumor. Almost they, uh, pe- There's no fun to be <laughs> People are, if people get into an accident or die on Disney property, if they're not declared dead at the hospital, they take the dead L. there. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Disney has only ever been held liable for like a couple of deaths um, and none of them had to do with ride malfunctions. Well, what about that one on this Carousel of Progress? Where that oh, America Sings died. back in the day. America that Sings, was yes. right after Disneyland opened, so I think they were held yes. liable for that one, yes. I believe nobody has died on the Haunted Mansion ride in Orlando or in California, but in... One of them. One um, of them's death free. In Paris, um, a crew member uh, was electrocuted while doing uh, work overnight oh and God. passed away. Wow. Um, I, I think that's the only reported Haunted Mansion-related death. There have been injuries on the ride because people get freaked out when they try and get into a moving vehicle and they fall down and hurt themselves. Man. But there are there is a rumor that the Haunted Mansion is haunted by the ghost of a three year old boy who people see in the ballroom sometimes. Cast members say goodnight to him on their way out. Uh, that's fair. He's probably there. What's his name? Uh, I don't remember actually. He's Jeremy. He's um, Jeremy. He's Jeremy. That's I'm sitting here. Uh, let me. I'm sitting here, and what I'm getting from the spirits is that I'm feeling a J name, <laughs> a Jeremy. Do we have a Jeremy? A Jeremy, here? a Jefferson. That was my Teresa Capuda. That was great. That was very good demonstration of how psychics <laughs> do you. their work. Thank you. So that was a fun ending game. That it was, was a fun, fun. lighthearted. So I didn't mean to get dark at the end there. It started off really fun though. Um, if you were looking for more information on the Haunted Mansion, I really highly recommend visiting doombuggies.com. They are like the comprehensive history. What a domain name. Yeah, it's excellent. Incredible. They are like the comprehensive history of everything Haunted Mansion. They have cool blueprints there. They have audio and video from the different kind of rides. They have a history of it. They have rumors about it. They have scary stories about it. It's really good. I also highly recommend there's a short film on YouTube called Missing in the Mansion that was filmed gorilla style in the Haunted Mansion ride on the attraction. It's really, really good. Definitely worth a watch if Haunted Mansion is your thing. Interessante. Your spook factor. On a scale of, what was it, 1 to 10 last time? Yes. How spooked were you? Okay. I'm going to say, when I went in 2003, when I was five, Mm -hmm. about an 8 out of 10. Okay. When I went last year, about a 9 out of 10. A 9 out of 10. I give it it a 3 out of 10 in general, but since Brigham Young's hearse is in there, (laughs) and and my ashes are spread there currently, (laughs) Currently. but I'm not dead yet. I'll give it a 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10 for Haunted Mansion. And you know what? That's what's one of the best things about this ride, especially if you're scared of it as a little kid, is that once you finally, like, kind of muster up the courage to go on it, it's a lot of fun. It is a complete Disney classic. It is so detailed. It is so well done. And it has a really, really in-depth story and one of the best gift shops on Disney property. Incredible. Memento Mori. Oh, They have a lot of my money. (laughs) Memento Mori. What a good... They have a lot of my money. For those who don't know, Memento Mori means, uh, uh, like, remember, you must die. Yes. Which is so good. I Um, own a replica 
of the sign outside of the Haunted Mansion. So good. So that's it. Yeah, that's, that's what I got thing. to say about the Haunted Mansion. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode two of The Great American Scream. If you want to do Twitter or Facebook? Yes. Okay. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Great Scream Pod and on Facebook at The Great American Scream. And you can also find our different episodes on thegreatamericanscream.com or uh, on iTunes. Just search Great American Scream. Uh, if you would like to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, that'd be lovely. And be sure to leave a, a rating and a review. And be sure to tell your friends if you enjoy this. Spread it to your to your theme park friends, your your spook friends. Your ghost get it, friends. Get it, your ghostly friends. I would really love to reach out to the ghost community if we can. Yeah. We also need to get in bed with the kind of theme park world. Yeah. You know, Disney. Get it in the hands of Disney Dan. Disney Dan. Get it to The Purge. Get it to... All the other ones. Tim. Theme Park History. Tim Tracker. Tim, Tim Tracker. I love you, Tim, if you're listening. Uh, no, but seriously, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and and also thank you to Michael Segudo for doing our intro. Thank you so much, Michael Segudo. But uh, I've been Devin. I've been Adam. And uh, keep spooking. <laughs> what did we say last time? I don't remember. And you've been spooked, I think is what and it was. you've been spooked. <laughs>